0: How you doing? How you feeling? This is Tony. And Grumpy's over there. I'll grab him in in a minute. But this is the morning show here on the Labor Network. And we are broadcasting live from the capital of the Confederacy in Richmond, Virginia.
1: And I'm testing out my mic to see what... This one? Or the other one? I don't know. We're going to go with this one.
0: All right. Um, I'm wearing a different shirt, as you can see, I've got my ibt teamsters 322 shirt on this morning huge win for them on friday they won their election to represent a good chunk of richmond city workers so that is absolutely a huge 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 win for these city workers and we're going to be talking a lot about that here this morning but like i said let me go grumpy i tested out the mic and i will be
1: right back here in just a a moment.
0: All righty, we are back. Thank you. Let Grumpy, hello, Grumpy. Grumpy's very excited about the Teamsters in uh, Richmond. Probably Grumpy. You bet, Cole. All And as you know, Grumpy and I have been on hiatus for a little bit, so we are happy to be back chatting with folks in Richmond, anywhere really in America, talking about what it means to be a working person, right? I was a working person for a long time until Shameen Hotels in Richmond fired me for organizing hotel workers. I know all about that. But before we begin anything today, let's start, as we always do, with some good vibrations. We want to make sure that, you know, we're asking the universe to deliver us some good shit these days. We're asking God who controls the universe, you know, give us some good vibes, right? So... Um, we've got, oh, we got this really cool silver hematite crystal. Yeah, pretty. Neat. And we've got this sort of sparkly blue thing with I don't know if you can see it. You can see it sparkly. It's cool. I forget exactly what it is, but it's really pretty. Uh, so we're gonna say, you know, more. We're gonna try to vibrate health and wealth into our life. We're gonna get organized. We're gonna stand together and demand with our colleagues. We're gonna demand the Wages, working conditions, and benefits that we deserve. So that's what we're going to buy for the end of our life this week, hopefully. All right. A little little daily morning kind of prayer, if you will. And, of course, the shirt's inside out, so it's going to look funny on me all morning. But it really is a great shirt. Um, Super, super excited for the Teamsters here in Richmond. All right. But as we do every morning, uh, we're going to start with um, what many people would consider to be a legitimate news source, because we're not the news. We're not the news here at a labor network. We just kind of comment on the news and we've got our own opinion. But we do love fake news. We love these phony baloney, (laughs) uh, sort of phony baloney, um works that put out shit so let's go and take a look at one of those i'll take here. there we go and who's the phony balonius of all time well of course you know it's richmond.com richmond.com not really really that good (laughs) uh we say that every morning uh Oh, Eight. Do, do do I mean, look here. I ain't been an out of the let's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monticello dismisses world-renowned Wine What is this?
1: Do-do-do-do-do! Not a job. Ah.
0: Uh, Okay, well, is that really a major story? I don't know. Do you love some good wine, but, um, uh, I don't know if that's, you know, newsworthy for a city filled with <laughs> a huge portion of people who are not living the life they deserve, right? Um, Richmond has 226,000 people, uh, and that's a lot of people who I would imagine deserve better wages, working conditions, you know, living conditions in general. I'm not confident at a fucking dim sum. it's what these people ought to be reporting on. And again, we know that the reporters are good. It's not the reporters' fault or the journalists' fault. It's the media works' fault. Uh, Richmond, you know, owned by a a horrible group that just consolidates uh, these folks and ruins them, right? Uh, but you—they don't even tell you who they are. Oh boy, it'd be really hard. Um, just why would they? Lee Enterprises, right? So it doesn't matter. They're—they're They're all crooked. Um, nothing but junk, right? More fucking basketball. I mean, I love college sports. It's great for the kids. Yeah, you all deserve to be making good money and, and having the better that you deserve who cares uh, play at cha again I'd love to be able to go spend money but I can't, it's a work person bro, so that's not gonna work for me, the weather okay, again, the weather, you want the weather go outside, that's the weather uh, I just don't think any of this is really news, right Come on, is any of this going to enrich your life? Probably not, and that's why I think you know, hang out with us instead, right? A grumpy and I, we care more about working people than the news does, Grumpy. We sure do, Dolan.
1: Thanks, Grumpy.
0: Um. <laughs> All right. So since we know that that's phony baloney news, and that, you know, as always, richmond.com and most of the local orbs here, you know, they don't really care for you. They don't really care about making your life better. Uh, if they did, they would report, on things like, you know, Teamsters 322. But speaking of, is there a legitimate news source that it does? talk to us about the things that we know are important. Well, maybe there are. We know in this world, you need a union, like you need a car. We know that there's a lot of different ways to get to work, a car, a truck, a minivan, a bus, who knows, but go into work without a union. If you work for a big company, again, I'm not talking about if you work at a mom and pop, there aren't any mom and pops out there anymore. Um, uh, I'm talking about a company where you don't know who owns the place, right? If you don't know who the owner is and you've never seen them where they don't work with you every day, you need a union like you need a car, right? Uh, lots of different unions out there. We're going to talk and you know, we're wearing our Teamster shirts here. We love the Teamsters. But there's great other unions we talk about in Richmond, we know SCIU, great union down here. We talk, we're going to talk a lot about hotel workers, hospitality workers, represented a lot by Unite here. Uh, we've talked about ALCIO. I think we're going to share some stuff from them today. We've talked about United Auto Workers, uh, UFCW. We've talked about uh, Virginia Education Association. So all sorts of unions. We talk about here. all kinds, right? Uh, IBW, SAG-AFTRA. There's a billion to So just that like there's a million different cars out there. You know, Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, Chevy, Hyundai i telling you whatever either way whatever vehicle you choose we're going to help you find the right one for you so uh that's what we do here at the labor network right we're all out making sure you know what's up and i forgot to change the date on my Twitter. because again if you want information you know just reach out to us right info at tln1 Or you can text us, leave us a message, 804-446-0469. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you find the right union for you. If you need a union, like you need a car. All right. With that in mind, let us share a legitimate story. A reward that actually cares about working people. Alright, super excited, very excited, matches my shirt, maybe I need to figure out a way to cut this thing so I can pull it up so we can see it <laughs> but uh, as I mentioned before at the beginning of our show, super duper huge win, Richmond Public Sector workers vote to join the Teamsters, uh, big, big, big breaking news headline from Friday awesome story teamsters coming in hot big win for our friends at teamsters 322 right here in richmond virginia maybe a 10 minute drive from where i'm sitting right now in church hill not far at all so i'm not going to read the whole thing i will share the link as we always do huge one here um we're thrilled to welcome this group of virginia public sector workers to the teamsters said brian Hayton, president of local 322 these 600 workers play a critical role in the richmond community and they deserve a contract that is reflected of the important nature of their work local 322 looks forward to getting these hardworking teamsters the best possible contract wow isn't that just phenomenal so i mean again i can't tell you how important this is for me uh in the city of Richmond, as I've told you before, we know that these workers, you know, as they say here, you know, they do essential services, right? Cannot emphasize that art enough. The folks I've gotten to meet, uh, let's go back to their picture up here so you can see them a little bit better. Zoom in. We've got some real wonderful people here right we've got uh i made terry i see Dwayne in there kamar some wonderful uh folks that I've, I've had the opportunity to meet hopefully i'll get the opportunity to meet more of them and chat with them um as we go i see my buddy christian in there too fantastic uh right here in Richmond, Virginia, these votes, you know, they had a tough choice in in Richmond. They had to decide they had to vote, right? They had to vote between multiple unions, or or no union at all. Uh, certainly, that's their right. Can't imagine why the fuck they would want to vote against the union, but uh, it's an option. And they chose, but I think it's the best option for them. Teamsters three twenty two. And right now, you know, these folks are now in a position to get the wages, benefits, and working conditions they deserve. I know if you talk to these folks, and we're going to be talking to them, hopefully this week, hopefully they're going to come on Labor pains uh, the organizing committee, and do a long-form chat with us. Um, so that we can really ask them a lot of questions, but I'm hoping they can come and do just a little interview here for the morning show as well. I'd love to hear from them directly about the issues that made them want to vote yes for joining the team. But we know, we know just from talking to them, the top issues are the same thing you hear every day. Wages, benefits, working conditions, retirement, right? These are folks, um, many of whom have worked for the city for decades, and they're thinking about their pensions. They're thinking about retirement, and they're thinking about being able to provide... A life for themselves and their children and their grandchildren uh, as they as they go into retirement, right? They don't want to fucking work till the day they die. I don't work till the day I die. That's me. Uh, but that's not normal working people, right? You all want to fucking retire. You deserve to retire. You work hard every day. I don't. I type, you know, I time on a computer, I bebop and talk. Uh, I haven't worked hard since i worked in the hotels. And working the desk, and you know, I think the housekeepers work way harder than me, right? So, uh, these city workers, you know, they do things like take out the trash, they're there cleaning up uh, trash and events that you and I go to for leisure, right? Uh, city workers that I met that hopefully are going to be teamsters now, you know, these are folks who were cleaning up at the folk festival a couple of Fridays ago when I went there. Uh, these are folks doing the jobs that white girls named Jennifer ain't gonna do. So I cannot emphasize how important of a win this is for the, the city workers who now have the Teamsters behind their at to get a fucking contract that they deserve, right? What kind of contract did they get? Well, duh, we saw that the Teamsters represented UPS drivers, Amazon drivers, to get their contract, right? You've got drivers dominating big six figures because the Teamsters got them the contract that they deserve. And we know that the city workers are going to get the contract and they deserve here in Richmond because now they voted, they got the Teamsters. So huge, huge win. We're so excited for them. Uh, We hope that more workers in Richmond get this message, right? The message is stand up, be brave, get organized, form a union, tell your owners to fuck off because you are getting what's rightfully yours so a huge 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 win from our friends at the teamsters local 322 here in richmond virginia love that all right um moving on kind of what's next from that well I'm going to tie something in with it. How about that? Something you've heard us talk about many, many, many times. Again, in Richmond, Virginia, SCIU 512, right? Their victory a few months ago, they had a different batch of Richmond City employees that organized with them. So I cannot help but but, uh, tie these two stories together, right? They're really important in that way. Richmond city workers need to get together in whatever unions they can. Very important that the more people we have in Richmond here that are in labor unions, you know, whether it's Teamsters, SCIU, or one of the other many, many unions that we know are out there to help working people, uh, they're not going to get the contracts they deserve until they all stand together, right? And in order to get even better contrast, more unions can put more pressure on the owners and the powerful folks in town. That's so critical, right? It's great that SCIU won, and it's great that Teamsters won, but it's even better that they won together because now they can fucking take on the city at both ends, right? I mean, you know, it's, Think about a good war. When you have a good war, last good war, World War II, we'll use that as an example, right? You had the Allied powers. You also have the Axis powers. But they got together. Uh, and that's sort of my point here, is you want more unions in Richmond. The more unions we have in Richmond, the more it's people like the city or owners like Neil Amin at Shamim's Hotels who fired me for organizing hotel workers, you know, if there's more unions in town, they can join together through solidarity and put the pressure on these companies and orbs with power like the city. So, I want to tie in that huge win from SCIU. We've talked about that numerous times, but I think it's super important to realize that now that Teamsters set going, you know, they can join forces together, Right. And really take it to the house, so a big, big fan of that. All right, before we move on, probably to Instagram, we're gonna do a little bit of reading too. Uh, let's go and do our word of the day. We always like to do the word of the day, do 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 do, do. werewolf. I guess we are close to Halloween, so we won't do that. That's done. Pandemonium, that's a better word. Pandemonium refers to a situation in which a crowd mass people act in a wild, uncontrolled, or violent way because they are afraid, excited, or confused. Afraid, excited, or confused. That describes, I would say, 95% of people in America today. Um, maybe 97%. Very high... I wouldn't say anybody that watches this is definitely a combination of uh, afraid, excited, or confused. So I hear that Uh, in the context of a sentence. (laughs) Oh, here we go. From the Washington It was pandemonium when Taylor Swift broke out one of her first country singles that became an international hit. Um, Yeah, there you go. Uh, I I like more of this reference, more of the classics. When John Milton needed a name for the gathering place of all demons for Paradise Lost, he turned uh, to the classics (laughs) and referred to it as pandemonium. So pandemonium is the capital of hell (laughs) in uh, Milton's Paradise Lost. (laughs) A much better way uh, of using pandemonium. Great word of the day from Merriam-Webster, pandemonium and a great reference to Milton's Paradise Lost. The kids these days need to be reading more Milton, less TikTok, more Milton. I like that. All right, well, let me uh, take a breather here. Actually, I'm not going to do that. We'll go straight into some bits and bytes. We'll do a little bit of our... Instagram, we're gonna go here over to Instagram, um, where I try to capture some of these posts that are there from various orbs that we love, uh, another way to kind of sharing the news, so to speak, Maybe a little sip of coffee, a little sip of coffee from our Deer Valley mud, Deer Valley, where the white girls go? Deer Valley, they don't need, uh, you know, if you're going to Deer Valley, hanging out at the Voov, you're you're probably not in a union. Um, (laughs) You're making dad suits of money, and you are definitely on the side of ownership or upper management. Not good. Yeah. Not kind of good. Not. All right. Um, let me move over to my saved items. Starting with me, with VCU workers, love VCU workers. Uh, this is a post about a week ago, but we haven't been alone for a while. So, the uh, VC students turned out big in support of Orpheus with this love of extraordinary interactive pieces. They're a novel membership uh, convention. Our students are incredible, and we will continue to fight until our school is truly for our students, not private profiteers. I love that. We uh, you know education, super duper important. We talk about education every day here on the morning show these again you don't need a union like you need a car but your children need to go to college you know preferably to go to harvard but not everybody can go to harvard so you can't get into harvard maybe you end up at vcu that's wonderful um again the student experience is driven by uh, the faculty and the workers right uh these are the people that make a difference in your students lives right that's what's important, so um, especially especially schools like VCU, where, you know, they often take, uh, there's a good friend, Kristen, Reed, Kristen, you know, VCU, these beautiful state schools that take in a higher proportion of students that are first-time students, or first-time college students in their family, right, um, that's very, very important, or they take in a larger amount of students from financially underserved communities or minority communities where maybe college isn't the top of mind and discussion all the time. Uh, I think that's very important. You know, that's the truth for my family. As you know, I am an adopted son of two Union firefighters. So, (laughs) Uh, they didn't know dog shit about college. They still don't, um, and so you need faculty and support staff that takes care of students like me when we go to college. So I love that from VCU workers. Super important. Uh, I love this from SCIU32BJ. This is commercial cleaners in DC, Maryland, Virginia are celebrating the ratification of their new contract. The workers who keep our buildings clean and safe showed a clear willingness to stand up for wage increase and benefit protection to keep up with inflation. Uh That's since we're about a week ago. Uh, but they did this here in the D.C. area, so very close to home for me, where I live and grew up. Lived and grew up. I love that. And, um, a quote from Wendy Diaz, the D.C. office cleaner and bargaining committee member. We are very happy because we got considerable raises after bargaining for so long. The raises come right on time because everything is so expensive. It will help me pay for food and rent, and I can give my kids a better life. I love this. What is more important, Dan, uh than that, right? Um, these are folks who clean your building. You know, I <laughs> I live in a pretty shitty apartment by a police station. You know, it's pretty shitty. I was in the Richmond, um... And even this weekend, I was shocked our building manager. who no, I like good building manager. She really does care. She got a cleaning service. This lovely lady to come clean one Saturday. Uh, it's made a huge difference. I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is huge. Um, people who clean, you know, I, for me, I think room attendants in housekeepers. Yeah. Laundry folks, housemen in hotels. That's my people. They'll always be my people uh, more than others, you know, I I love all working people, but I'm always going to be particularly sensitive to my hotel workers. Um, Room, attendants, people who clean, that's what you're there for. The first thing any person notices when they go into a hotel room or any building is how clean it is and doesn't smell nice. That's a true story. It will always be that way as long as we have eyes and a nose. That's what you care about when you walk into a place, Okay. Ain't gonna change ever, never. Now, eventually, will AI bots be doing that for us? Yeah, sure, absolutely, very excited for that. But until that day is here, uh, and until we're paying the, the folks who used to do that a full, you know, lifestyle wage to make that happen, these are super duper important folks. They are who matter to your everyday experience. And damn it, they are underpaid, undervalued. Getting into a union and organizing like this is the only way. They're gonna make what they deserve. So I'm super excited to to share the story of DC and uh, Railroad Virginia um commercial cleaners, the SCIU32BJ. Congratulations. I don't know why I didn't like it. Shame on me. All right. Uh switching topics here, kind of, but I love this. Uh, from the, the Daily Pennsylvanian, Daily Pennsylvanian an independent newspaper, receives no funding from Penn, much like Cornell Daily Sun, uh, but I like this op-ed piece here. Um, you know, calls out Wharton, particularly, for being a t- and, and Penn in general, for being the kind of school that sends people into corporate America that eventually goes and praise on working-class people. I say it all the time, you know, if you work at Shamim Hotels, um uh, I mean, this is more. This is more Ivy League nonsense, right? Uh, if you work at Chameen Hotels, you're a hotel worker for them right now, and you, your boss, your owner, you went to Penn twice, right, uh, and received a world class business education, best business school in the world, and then use that education to trample on working people, um, and then Neil hired hire me, right? Yeah. Best engineering school in the Ivy League. And what did he have me do like go after working people? Uh, a wicked, evil way to live, and I, I was tired of doing it. Uh, he's not tired of doing it. He's still, you know, doing that in his day-to-day life. Um, and so I really appreciated this piece from um, I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna try to pronounce their name, Julu Nwaze. Who? I'm I'm so sorry for doing that, uh, but great piece here to who talk about just how wicked you know the wharton school of business is and it is it's it's just terrible so uh we're going to take a break on that note uh working you are with it uh, most of you I mean, not everybody not everybody that goes to Wharton's wicked, but most of them end up doing bad things or work for bad companies most of them i mean certainly the majority more than fifty percent uh and that's a problem that's a problem because that's not true in the other colleges at Penn or, you know, other great IU schools, or even shitty IAE schools, like we Uh Although most of our, most of mine are work for that. So really, um, it's, it's kind of a systemic problem. But Wharton is the worst. There's no doubt, doubt especially as an undergraduate institution, right? I mean, HBS, pretty terrible, but uh, it's, it's a grad school. Grad school, <laughs> it's kind of We talk about that, too. It's not business, hard sciences, so yes. Anywho, i need to go change out of this shirt and slung down some more coffee. Uh, so, hold tight. Uh,
1: we will be...
0: Alrighty. Well, we are back. Thank you for giving me a minute to get into a sweatshirt this it it's pretty cold. Out there in Richmond, you know, it was, you know, 90 degrees yesterday, now it's 60, so I'm probably going to get sick. That's okay. Um, before we do some more news, I wanted to make sure that we do a little reading. All right. So what are we going to read today, Grumpy? Well, Tone, since we didn't do a good job of being linear last week, let's read the same Bible first and talk about it all I'm bearded. That's a good idea, Grumpy. Um, so we're going to read the Bible, and then we're going to read... Oh, read the final later. Let's start off with um, The Future We Need by Eris, Smiley. And we'll do the Bible in the next hour. How about that? Uh, oh, and our card, of course, is from. You can't see it, it's the glare from my light ring, but it, our card, our British kings and queens. That's Edward the First. Edward the uh, First, one of the first kings to learn the uh, kings of England to learn the English language. Which you're like, how the hell is that possible? Because as I tell you all the time, from the House of Normandy from 1066 until today, almost 1,000 years. The British royal house is not British, they're mostly French, French, German, Scottish, you know, a little this, a little that, but not British. So Edward the I, uh, king of England, 1272 to 13, you know, he wasn't king that long, yeah, maybe, yeah, 1213 to seven 35 year reigns, but right, um, very notoriously took over, you know, went over to Scotland, got into a battle with, uh, William Wallace, he great hard out of that, this is Edward Lowell so, um, very much like Donald Trump, if you read the history of Edward I, very much into English patriotism. King Arthur, really very smart king uh, in a lot of ways, but also very bad to his son, Edward II, who was pretty gay So we don't like that, but history is Anyway, from the future we need by our friend Erica Smiley. Uh, reading here from chapter three, the great rollback. I want you to think about this in the context of Uber and Lyft, okay? All right. Another powerful anti-labor trend is the growing prominence of contingent work. Work that is subcontracted, temporary, part-time, or otherwise precarious. Today, over one-third of the U.S. workforce is contingent. A whopping 42.6 million people, and that does not include the undocumented and those in the cash economy. Contingent workers are often indirectly employed and thus cannot negotiate with their real boss. The companies and executives who are setting the terms of their work dictating standards for their industry and shaping the laws that regulate how business is done. Some are misclassified by employers as independent contractors, which means they fall outside of the legal framework of the NLRA and are therefore denied the right to collectively bargain. Okay. So... An- for the future we need talking here about you know something that's pretty serious in today's economy and that is the idea that a lot of workers are contingent and so they don't technically get employed by the people that you think employ them i'm going to give you you know the most common example of course two of them one is uber and lyft when you think about somebody that pulls out you know, you think, well, maybe in the, um, they're on the Lyft app, they're on the Uber app, they must work for them. And the answer is they don't. They're independent contractors, and that's a total scam. Um, Lyft and Uber, they don't want to take financial and moral and other, other kinds of responsibilities, political, et cetera, for having these folks employees. So they use these dumb loopholes and workarounds, and that way they don't do the benefits, you can't negotiate, et cetera, et cetera. It's a crime. Um, again, as somebody who is mildly, tangentially involved in Lyft, I mean, it just, it breaks my heart, right? Um, I can't, it just, it hurts. It hurts to see, it hurts to see that these workers are, you know, being treated in such disrespect. Um, in fact, the truth, true story, uh, well, I, you know my little story. But um, the other example is Amazon, right? And so you think about these workers that are delivering the items that you purchase on Amazon. We talk with them a lot. We talk about our friends, uh Fred and Michael at, in Palmdale, California. They are with uh, a contractor, right? Who drives around Amazon packages. They don't work for Amazon technically. And so everyone is going to cheat some in that way so i'm really glad that smiley brought that up in her book because that's something that yeah that needs to change um these laws that are written are crooked laws man you know most laws are are bad i think we would agree we went through the virginia legislature we're going to do little caesar here in just a minute and uh, go through some more senators but um the truth is that you know these folks write crooked laws that don't protect employees working people that are independent contractors and it's bullshit um all of this can be fixed if you were to vote for and elect legislators that would you don't know, write good laws right so it's very simple stop voting for shit ads uh if you make under 200 grand a year i don't understand vote for the fucking Democrat out on the ballot. i don't, yeah, don't, don't said it um but until we fix these laws and until we fix people's hearts you know that's even more important, working people are going to be taken advantage of. So again, just another reason, you need to read the future we need. Eric Spice, Rhea Gupta, great book, talking about the different ways in which working people really do need to organize and fight back. All right. So great little, great little alert there. Uh, we're going to read the Bible next, but until. Before we get back to more, uh, some more news and some other stories, we'll get back to Instagram. It is time for us to do... Little Caesar cheats yeah, Cheats yeah, We need to go to the Virginia Senate. We need to go through the rest of uh, the folks here. There's only 40. My goodness, not a lot, right? Um we need to look, and we need to ask ourselves, you know, does this person seem like they have anything in common with a normal person, a working person? Do we think that they're going to be able to represent us uh, properly? Are they writing legislation that supports working people? Maybe yes, probably not. And then we're going to ask and see who paid for them. It's probably Dominion Energy. Dominion Energy. Uh, they own a lot of people in the general assembly. So let's get to it. All right. First up, Barbara, a Favola. Barbara, uh, Barbara, let's see again. I don't like the status website compared to the house. is better, better information born, uh, 55, that's pretty for a legislature, for a legislator, um, you know, white eyes in power, playing golf, not good, um, that's good, <laughs> um, been in the Senate for yeah, a while now, 11 years, and that's not, that's not bad, could be a little bad, I don't know, maybe yes, maybe no, hard to say, hard to say, not too long, though. but let's look at for legislation that's what's really important medical cannabis let's see okay is that good i don't know we don't know we don't know if the board of pharmacy to the cannabis control is good we don't know we have to find out toe enforcements okay well repealing penalties i like that um
1: Mm. Well, that's good.
0: I mean, if we're trying to help kids in reading or algebra, I'm all for that. That's a good thing.
1: Students with disabilities. Good. Oh, that's really good. Fighting for that. Okay.
0: All right, Barbara, looks like you've uh, really have some good legislation here
1: to help people. That are under. Brr.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah. I don't know about that? Yeah. There you go. There's guiding council is actually the council. There's an idea. Um, I like this, I like that. Public from time is an education consultant. I got it. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Not that bad, Barbara, but now we must see.
1: Okay. Hey. Democratic party? Not to be uninspected there on
0: a This is not a lot of money a decade pretty good My bloomberg <laughs> i love that that's hysterical uh bloomberg pretty good from what i understand Talk about him later i, I know a guy who worked for you know a guy that worked for him and then his wife worked for the they like bloomberg a lot more um that's good okay not bad actually i have to say not bad, that's really good, not a lot of money, uh, pretty good, good legislation for working people, uh, T. Travis Hatworth, let's see, relatively new to the Senate, so we like that, um, born in 75, so not too old, we like that, um, it's uh, so, okay, what is this thing? Well, why don't any of these profiles say more people went to school? It's ridiculous. Again, nobody cares about anybody's education in the state. Ding dong state. Oh, well. All right. Senator Tetras, after what legislation did you write? Not a lot. <laughs> Request, send the fees me. In fiscal impact of including a locality's total sperm mileage.
1: What?
0: How oh, is that. That seems ridiculous. Reduced rate tuition. Oh, I like that. Well, that's good. I like that. Reduced tuition? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Another white man telling women what to do with their bodies. Or women, or, you know, or bodies with vaginas i guess there are definitely people other than women vaginas but mostly women no we don't like that fratus how about you fucking stick to what's yours that's an idea um... <laughs> uh... uh-huh. so i mean yeah nothing really important here uh Very bad legislation, pretty good, um, but not really doing anything useful for society, I think that's fair to say. At work, where's that money coming from? A lot of money from the power company. As per usual, he's owned by Dominion Energy. Hello? What do I need to say? Mother funders bought or paid for by the power company. As always. As always. The senator from Dominion Energy. I'm sure that describes a lot of these people. I mean, we know it does. We know it does. The Virginia General Assembly. Brought to you by Dominion Energy. Unbelievable.
1: Uh,
0: edit W. Hanger. Member of the House from 1983 to 92. and a member of the Senate. He's been around for long. Uh, born when Harry Truman was in the White House. That's unacceptable <laughs> uh, for legislation. Unacceptable. Or a legislator executive maybe a legislator bad idea very bad idea Hey him doesn't get it he's a fucking old guy who's fucking born right after world war ii these people don't understand plant medicine and they need to go they need to go he needs to go retire and Appalachia, do whatever he wants to go hang out by the chanandoah river Not going to smoke any plant medicine because you're angry about that. It's probably just going to be angry. Go be angry and fucking bitch about your white Christian God based the last of the Jews, right? And come on. That's no, 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 no. Another ding dong in legislature. Hey, hey, hang on. I know what his name is. He's been around since Moses. Not good. You know it's freebie. Thought ah. I paid for by the energy company and healthcare groups. Healthcare, fat, that, that. Oh, Altria. That's Momoro cigarettes, baby. I'm a proud smoker, but I don't like their change of name. Uh, Realtors, fat. Williams Mullen. Well, from Levine and other bad people, use bad drug company, bad, 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 terrible, just terrible. One, two, three. Senator Hossmeier. Now, I've met her, so I have actually, <laughs> I uh, I can't, you know, say that I'm completely blind on this one. But what I liked about her, she was a, she was a professor of literature for many, many years at Reynolds Community College. I love it. She said she was a professor of literature for 20 years. I'm like, Fuck yeah, how do I fucking spend more time talking to her? Um so I, I, I like that. And I'm gonna tell you, she was brave enough to show up at multiple uh, union sponsored events and people in society up until you know a couple years ago. They don't like that. So um you know good for Senator Hoshmi for, for standing up and being brave enough to come up and uh, be at these events and say that she stands working people. So she's going to get a fucking big pass from me, but we'll still see, we'll still, we'll still see what she's doing. First of all, look at how much fucking legislation she writes. Fuck yeah, that's what's important, right? Some of the, um, look at how much more this is. Um, skill, yeah, you know, teachers, oh, this is all so good. College and career readiness. Yes, for English learners. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. English is a second language incentives. Yes. Helping immigrants and people that need help with English. Oh, independent education programs. Oh my gosh. I'm going to start crying. This is
1: so good. This is so good. Right. In 15
0: days, get that money back if you're a tenant. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, this is fantastic. I like that. Changing terms. and I don't even like the word disability, you know? But again, fighting for people. I love that. Um, Damn, this is Okay, well, <laughs> that's silly. That's a one-day difference, but all right. Ah, uh, thank you. you. get the point. All right. All right, it's rush. Where do use your money? I can't, can't imagine this many were sexy. Yeah, Democrats. Not a power company. Look at that. Look at that. I love that um very good somebody's standing up for working people not ashamed to show up i fucking love that all right one more janet how all right janet uh-oh i lost me my share screen
1: janet not right,
0: janet let's see Born tc 1944 far too old to be in legislation. To be writing legislation. To be a legislator. a uh, member of the Senate since you know, Clinton. I don't like that. I mean for heaven's sake. She was she's been in the Senate since the first George Bush was president. Uh too old, too long, too old. Probably a lovely lady, I'm sure. You know, again, we love older executive people, but we don't like older people. And again, you know, look at this. didn't do anything. Didn't do anything, right? That's what happens when you've been around forever. You don't do anything anymore,
1: and it's not good. Wow.
0: And minute energy and health care and fingers, yeah. Oh boy, this is why the Democratic Party is a bad party sometimes. Uh, This is why I say, you know, I love the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party really should be the party of the right in this country because this person seems to be a perfect example of a, you know, Northern Virginia businessy Democrat, right? That's fine, but there needs to be a party to counterbalance this because this is not a party of a left-wing progressive worker-friendly person. Anybody who gets this much money, Healthcare, power, healthcare, bankers, healthcare, lawyers, dentists, bank. Ah, you know, a ton ah, of no. no, no, no. I cannot be a person that is fighting for working people. And the legislation was there to prove it. So, no, not very good. Um, but that's so social decency to not be a Republican. So, that's good. Good for, our, for Janet. That's good. But again, what can you do? So that was Little Caesar. They cheat you, cheat you. Little Caesar. Pizza, pizza. Cheats you, cheat you, cheat Um, What are you going to do, right? Senate is mostly full of crooks owned by the power company. One good one today. Maybe two. We actually saw two good ones. Two good ones there. I really like both. Uh, both with the ladies that we thought are good things. For all and Miss Hoshman. Really good stuff. So we like that. All right. Little Caesar government. People think they know government, but they don't at all. Uh, Just a reminder (laughs) before we start sharing some more articles, if you forget our website, we are www.labor.money. Sometimes TLM is hard to remember, but www.labor.money, get that money. Uh, Labor unions helping you get that money. All right. Because again, you need a union life, you need a car, you need to get organized, right? Lots of different unions, lots of different vehicles. We just need you to get to work in a motorized vehicle, a union. And I'm trying to fix my hair. And there we go. All
1: right. So sharing some more art. This is from the L.A. Times that we got here
0: through the Unite Here newsroom uh, talking about hotel workers on strike. United Here local 11 on strike in Los Angeles. We had shared some of this before, but we're getting back to it again because this article talks about um, a, a breakthrough, a tentative agreement at the Laguna Cliffs Marriott. So, you know, I know a thing or two about running. Full service Marriott hotels or full service hotels. Uh, I did that for many, many years, 15 years of my life. I understand this better than anybody. Uh, anybody watching, well, you know, I understand it better than any people were. And I, too, because I've been on both sides um, now, which most people have done. It, so I'm very, very special in that way. And I'm telling you, this is an important, important, important uh, piece for me. These workers work very hard this hotel charges hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a night right so again, okay, we're talking with Luna, cliff's marriott right i just want to point out how ridiculous this is so think about this right so let's go ahead and just punch in punch in the night punch in Bar rate, right? no discounts, nothing funny. Retail, retail. No, I don't want standard rate. Standard rate, one king bed. Even if you're not a member, it's your flex rate. Three thirty-four a night. Three thirty-four night. Right. Look at this. Three hundred thirty. I mean, this is insane. $334 a night to be at this hotel. So absolutely, absolutely, when the workers at this hotel tell you that they deserve more, of course they do. Right? Of course they do. Um, We've gone through hotel math. You can watch that on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can watch that at our website, Labor.Money. You can go through the video library. You can watch a million different places. These hotels make bajillions of dollars a year and they do it on the backs of these working people right so mostly housekeepers room attendants uh but food but also full sort of such as food and beverage workers catering workers kitchen workers laundry housemen maintenance workers you've got people that do the valet. you've got the front desk you've got everything this is what I did for 15 years of my life. I did nearly all of it. I understand it from all sides. And I'm telling you, these owners can easily afford to write a bigger, fatter check. They take home so much more money. They want to make more money. All they do is they go into a system called One Yield. But they have somebody like me do it. And I can turn, turn that $300 a day. I can turn it to 500 It takes me 10, 15, 20 seconds to do it. Okay. That's how easy it is to make money in hotels. Tony Miller goes in there, and within 10 minutes, that $300 a night turned into $500, okay? And we get it. And yet the workers, it takes them years and years and years to get more money if they're not in a union. Sometimes they never get it, but if they're in a union, they can do it, right? They can go on strike. They can demand the wages, benefits, and working conditions that they deserve because we know their owners make dad suits of money a year. And I've demonstrated that on Hotel math. You can go watch that on our channel. So I'm so so excited to see that the, the, the Laguna Cliffs married coming to an agreement. Love that. But really excited and proud of the workers who stood together and said, "Fuck you, fuck this. We're gonna go on strike and we're gonna get what we deserve." And you know what? I'm confident that they will. And I'm so glad that we shared that story today about their hopefully um, getting the big wins that they deserve. Right? Because again. For these hotel workers, they needed to unite here. That was the car that got them to the victory they needed. In Richmond, it was Team three twenty two, 322. Um, it's SCIU 512 for city workers, right? It could be all kinds of different unions for different people. Um, and that's what we're here
1: to help you see and we're here to help you find the one that's for you. All right.
0: Uh, sharing, we're going to go back to our Instagram, do some more bits and bites. but we're just going to go through these quick bytes of sort of news, right, uh, shared from some of our favorite accounts on Instagram. Uh, you know, what I love Raise at the South, Braves at the South. Union of Service, Union of Southern Service Workers. They talk a lot about the Waffle House and their posts. Again, Waffle House, very similar experiences to what it's like working in smaller, select service, limited service hotels. So, very familiar with that. Um, These Waffle House workers say, for example, I've served $25 an hour. I care about my work and work hard. Everybody has bills that have to be paid. Bills don't get put on hold because you're in the service industry. Waffle House makes enough to pay us fairly. That's from Daniel Mack, USSW member and former Waffle House worker. Again, couldn't agree more. Waffle House workers need to be made $25 an hour. If Waffle House workers deserve that much money, um, which of course they do, so do hotel workers. Just simply put. This is from UAW, Chicago. Great funny shirt here. Hey, Farley, we're sick of living in a van down by the river. Gosh, uh, Ford the hunch in Farley, right? Uh, no deals, no wheels, right? Um, great reference to that SNL skit. Chris Farley, you know, I played his Matt holy motivational speaker. And they have a motivational speaker. You know, living in a van down by the river. Uh, great skit. So if you haven't seen that classic SNL skit, Living in a van down by the river. Uh, this is from IOTC. So the IOTC political legislative team with VFX workers going to the Congressional Labor Caucus. Very similar to what we were doing with Unemployed Workers United. So really important. You know, go to Congress. Anybody can walk in. You own the building. You own the right to go in there. Whatever you want and demand what is yours. Demand laws be written that represent working people. So I love that from my Ossie. Another raising at the South here, but Waffle House, I love this, but Waffle House tells us we're family. But half of my coworkers are homeless and they're working 60 hours a week. Meanwhile, Waffle House's top management is getting richer. If you saw my work for yourself, you would understand why we need $25 an hour. This is insane. This is from Pauletta Diller. I get a Waffle House worker, a member of union, so, of union of Southern Service workers. It is insane. You saw people be treated like in restaurants, like a Waffle House. Of course they deserve $25 an hour. That's 50 grand a year. That's barely enough to make it This, uh, you know, these days, right? Um, we cannot have people doing this work who are homeless. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. It is a social crime. Everybody that makes money out there these white-collar jobs, the Brads and the Jennifers of the world with their, you know, ding-dong marketing degrees from some bozo college you've never heard of. They don't really work. They make 90 grand a year. They have health insurance. Uh, they go, beep, beep boop, boop. They go to meetings online on Zoom. And they have, uh, you know, deliverables that they've got to get. <laughs> they don't work. They don't deal with people that are trying to shoot them. They don't deal with crazy guests. Right, that's what working people. People like uh Pauletta, people like me, you know, deal with right when I work front desk, you deal with fucking assholes all day long. They're mean to you, they demean you, they degrade you. Uh, that's what they do. And of course you deserve to be paid for that, right? So you gotta get you gotta think what's yours, and you're gonna get it by getting organized joining a union. Absolutely. Um again, going back to our friends in uh hospitality, this is Culinary workers 226 being reported on from ALCIO. Love this. Love these workers. I love myself. Room attendants. Love room attendants. They're my favorite people. Uh, (laughs) I'm biased. What can I say? Um, They're my favorite workers. Uh, They always will be. Maybe teachers. (laughs) But teachers and, and room attendants, my two favorite groups. But uh, one job should really be enough. Again, another great point, kind of, kind of the same point that our friends at nah, you know the Waffle House workers are saying, but uh, saying it in a different way. One job should be enough. You shouldn't have to have four gig jobs and a twenty-hour, uh, you know, and a forty-hour week job to be able to pay your bills. It's stupid. Don't let anybody tell you that that's true. Sean Fain is right. Any economic system that lets one human being have a billion dollars on their own is a broken system. These monies should be going down to the workers to provide for them a decent quality of life. And I love that these folks are willing to go to jail to make that point. Um maybe if I had a good lawyer, I too would be willing to go to jail. I've already been to jail a couple of times. It's not hard. I've been to jail once. You arrest to get on top. Of that. It's easy peasy for a big deal. Uh, you should get arrested. It's a good thing. Um I love that. And again, uh you know, it's another headline here, um, from union busting going on at the prestigious restaurant, uh, in the, or Lodi, or Lodi, I don't know, um, but again, union busting tax, tax, they just happen everywhere. It's just insane. It's just insane. So, a few news articles there. Oh, here, here, this is a different one. <laughs> different style of art. Then from Cornell Daily Sun. We love the Cornell Daily Sun. We're going to do an art from Penn and we have to do one from the Sun. Uh, it's Ivy League nonsense, right? So this is from Cornell Sun. Uh, elections coming up soon. November 7. Just like everywhere else. But I loved reading this piece because you've got... Um, one, two, three, four, five Cornellians, including somebody from class of 71, so a little older, running for office in the of New York. So, four young people from Cornell, excuse me, running for office. I mean, I love that. Um, because, again, you know, running for office, writing the legislation, uh, setting policies that fight for work with people, it's very important. So, definitely gotta go vote you gotta go vote for the people that are going to take care of working people going to take care of yourself right um very rarely it's not going to be and i got bad news for you even if you're a good republican a lot of good republicans out there i was a republican for 12 years a lot of good ones out there but unfortunately the org as a larger body is evil wicked so can't be doing that can't vote for republicans it's a bad idea i mean unless you make it over 200 grand a year you got some money and you do what you gotta do I get it. Probably not ready for you. So um, I use this to make a couple points, right? Uh, not only do we have to go vote, uh, these schools, right? We talk about this all the time. You know, education is the path. The students in these elite education universities, like Royal University, they are going to be doing things like running for office. It's crazy. It's cool. These kids practiced it young. These are powerful, smart, clever individuals. And they run a lot of things. So, you know, uh, if you want to stand up to them because they're going to be walking all over you, join a union. But I love the idea that if you can't beat them, join them. So send your kids to Harvard. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> uh, so it's a 2 idea here, right? You know, these are kids. I mean, again, class of 22, class of 24, class of 25, class of 26. I love this. I love it. When I was an undergraduate, a guy in my years, Ante Myrick, ran for all of us, and he won, and then he was mayor for a decade. Uh, Eddie Rooker, a guy a year younger than me, Eddie ran. he won. Um, Very important to be involved at any age, but also think about these young people that are running, right, at Cornell University and New York. Uh, These are powerful young people. All right, so they make big money out of school, so send your kids to Harvard. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Some bits and bits from Instagram. Uh we love that. We love that. All right. What's next, Grumpy? Man, so when you promised everybody we'd read from the Bible, so maybe we should read from the Bible. Maybe we should, Grumpy
1: seems like a good idea. Alrighty. We need some good
0: vibrations. Uh, I'm going to read from the final. We're just going to do the same, what we did last week. We're just going to do the same idea over and over again, probably for a week. so we're gonna read here from the words of Jesus. Uh this is a compilation from the we it's a compilation from the King James Bible it is the site. Um is the source that they say. So King James Bible, King James the First of England, King James the Sixth of Scotland, same person, James the Sixth, uh, notoriously anti-smoking. <laughs> uh Translated the, the Bible from Latin into English. Use the Vulgate by St. Jerome to do it. And James first also likes that. So we love that. That's the voice of the girls. So we love that. Um, so here we go from Matthew. This is Matthew 12. Uh, we're gonna read Matthew 12, verses 3 to 13. Have ye not read what David did when he was a hunger and they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the shewbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I stand to you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if he had known what this meant, I will have mercy and not sacrifice, he would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath day. What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hole on it and lift it out? How much, then, is a man better than the sheep? Wherefore it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath day. Stretch for thine hand. All right. Uh, uh, maybe tomorrow we'll read from Mark, where he basically says the same thing, and then Luke. But we'll start off with Matthew, so you get it in kind of the Jewish context, and we'll kind of go from there. So we read this last week. We're gonna read it today. I don't. I'm gonna keep reading it. So the basic idea in this is is this: break the law sometimes. You gotta break an egg. You gotta break an egg in order to make an omelet, right? Jesus pointing out that you know when David needed some food and some bread, he broke into the temple and ate the bread. Was David supposed to do that? Well, the law said, no, but he's David. He knew what was right, and he had to do what was right. So write the law, and you know it's right to do it. Obey the law, you know it's right. Because the laws aren't really that important. The only real law that's important is, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have no other false gods from me. Uh, As Jesus put it as a corollary to that, if you know that all human beings are an extension of God, well... Love God, love thy neighbor, right? Same idea. Love thy neighbor, same thing. But you know, John Belchon, God steal that loaf of bread, feed his family, right? I get that bread. So um and Jesus makes the same point <laughs> uh, about, you know, um, if your sheep falls into a pit, you're gonna go and get the sheep, right? You're not gonna say, Oh, it's the Sabbath, I can't go get the sheep. No, you're gonna go get the sheep because you're human and humans are above the law through our divine connection to God. Uh, laws are just kind of a nice little trick to help us all remember things, but the real law is, you know, do what's right, love thy neighbor, and sometimes you gotta break the written law. I don't know what to tell you. So we'll read that same passage every day this week, but probably from different books of the gospel where it's applicable. uh Pretty creepy. And, uh, hold tight.
1: All right. So
0: we know it's important, um, kind of ask questions, like, is this law really right? I mean, when a law, for example, says, you know, you're three-fifths of a human being, you got a dark skin, it's a bad law. When a law says women can't vote because they're women, bad law. So, you know, a lot of bad laws. Most of the laws are written that are bad. We saw them when we go through the Virginia General Assembly. A lot of bad laws written, a lot of bad laws passed. You got pretty, pretty, pretty racist constitutions. So it's an all right country, but most of your laws here are bad. So just think about that. Speaking of people that write bad laws, you know, um, I told you to know. This is more of a little Caesar kind of idea, right? Sharing an article from CIO where they talk about this new speaker. I guess there's a new speaker of the house. Um, I don't watch the news, but I kind of found out about this, um, but great article here from ALCIO talking about how this new speaker has absolutely no, um, no support for working people, normal people, uh, against LGBTQ plus rights, against reproductive health care. You know, generally against democratic operations of a country. So you know, it's important to write. I'm sorry, it's important to, it's important to elect legislators that are going to write good laws and. Um, Whoever elected these bozos, you know, bad shame on you. And I get, I understand why wealthy people, I understand why somebody who makes over you know 200 grand a year, someone from a family with multiple sources of passive income, uh, families that own real estate, I understand why they know a Republican. I get it. Like you should. Absolutely, absolutely. It's for you. But most people don't have that kind of money, uh, or capital. So really, you shouldn't be voting for people like this. It's just they're not here to help you. Um, you know, and so I'm really, I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, ALCA President Liz Schuler took some time to read about that. And uh, it's very important that you know that these folks are not here to support you. So we don't want to keep voting for them. Vote early. Vote often, right? But stop supporting these bozos. who won't stand up for working people. Because if you do, you're going to end up voting for Ding Dongs um, who will vote for people like this Bozo to be Speaker of the House, right? Um, when you vote for a guy, you know, in the Virginia House named Buddy, who actively identifies as a Confederate affiliate, um, that guy is not going to help the country, even say that you're your country. Uh, so just a reminder you know from virginia Interfaith, <laughs> uh your vote is your voice vote early um until november 4th and then if not go vote on november 7th right stop voting for shitheads who are going to trample on working people so your vote is your voice you gotta go vote you know don't waste your vote go vote uh, we love that so just a friendly reminder from virginia interfaith i love their work on that and my friend sheila does that and we love sheila we love that so don't vote stop voting for morons Go vote for probably a democrat i mean go vote for the democrat i don't know what to tell you are they perfect hell no are they even very good some of them know and we saw that one democratic center she basically was a republican like, damn it vote for her anyway this is better than voting for the Republican, who's going to really trample on you. So just don't do it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. All right, uh, with that in mind, I think Grumpy Bear and I had out enough for today. So we've shared with you some great articles for working people. Um, we've told you that you need to get organized. That you got to go, got to go, form a union, stand up to your owners, or bosses, right? like City of Richmond workers did with their big win. So before we go, we're going to do one final little thing as a piece of literature uh, and culture today. I Normally, read from the illustrated Black History, but we are going to do that again tomorrow. But as an aside today, we're going to switch. Since we mentioned uh, you know, Dominion Energy, we mention them all the time, live from the Dominion Energy <laughs> Center, uh, the got all playhouse. We saw um, the Richmond State, Richmond Shakespeare, uh, company put on Hamlet. So, I really, really wanted to talk about this before we go. We get a little culture, right? Where the hell is our get literate get literate, right? Uh, so before we go, a little review from Hamlet. We saw Hamlet on Thursday. Loved it very much. A couple of things to point out that I thought were really, really fun. So you see here, uh, you've got the main cast. We had a really diverse group. Joshua Carter as Hamlet. He was great. Kind of played Hamlet like a more modern uh, young person might be had a group of high schoolers there. I say the theater could probably hold 160 seats, maybe 130 folks were there, and the bulk of which were high schoolers. I sat next to a lovely chaperone who was like, Hey, I'll look at my phone, but I'll take care of these kids. And I said, Don't worry about it, honey. It was fine. So I liked the, um, you know, I like kind of the diversity, diversity of the cast, but a really fun, um change was they had Polonius played as a lady. So this was Mary Beth Adams. You can see her there. She played Polonius. And I thought she, I don't know, she might be one of my uh, favorite pieces, um, or one of my favorite performances from the show. Polonius as a lady kind of makes a lot of sense, right? A nagging mom who talks too much and is trying to kind of bop around and, and manage the lives of her two kids, Laertes and Ophelia. That made a lot of sense. I really liked um um uh, Ms. Adams's polonius. That was fantastic. Uh but I you know, think all right, I also um, should have highlighted uh, uh Joseph and Lucretia here as Claudius and Gertrude again on on they did different outfits so instead of wearing like you know robes and, and, and gowns and whatnot, they wore tuxedos and suits and uh, Lucrecia, she wore these gowns is this curtain, so I really liked that. Uh, who else did I really like? Uh, a couple, again, a couple, of performances. Where is, <laughs> uh, hi! you see, uh, Rosemary here. She did, oh, she was Ophelia, she was really good as Ophelia, she played her as Kind of crazy, but you know, kind of just like a a girl that got like a white woman playing crazy. Ah, it's great. It's Hamlet, baby. It's the greatest play of all time. It's, you know, Hamlet was written about 1600 at Harvard, Uh, 1636, the oldest degree given in America's history and literature They probably talked about Hamlet. So it's a classic. (laughs) They did something fun. Another one uh, that they did. That was fun. Uh, they turned uh Rose and this is Toby O'Brien, saying uh, they turned Rose and Franz and Guild the Sand as stoners. Uh, but Rosenkrantz in particular did every, you know, did all the lines kind of like as a stoner, man. He kind of sounded like Spicoli from bass at Richmond High, dude. So that was great. The kids loved it. It really ate up uh, his interactions with Hamlet. I oh, thought that was so relatable for high schoolers. They kind of be like, yeah, Rosencrantz and Gildas that's who they are, right? They're Hamlet. Hamlet's like a college student, he's a freshman in college. These are his two stoner buddies. That makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> you know, Horatio is like not a stoner, more of a mysterious buddy. Laertes is his guy friend from home. You know, it's all really good. So, um, they did a fantastic job. Uh, it's still playing right now at the Dominion Energy Theater, which is really, really sad. That Dominion Energy uh, puts their name on it. But uh, what can you do? Um, go watch. So if you're in Richmond, if you're downtown, you want to, I don't know, come into town, see a really good play. Very, very affordable tickets i think the student ticket was 20 bucks so that's really cool um go watch shakespeare it's hamlet for heaven's sake it's his best play it's it's, it's quintessential mrs foley mrs foley shot my literature teacher Uh, mrs foley helped me read hamlet you cannot read hamlet on your own you need help you need a literature teacher you need somebody like mrs foley to teach you how to do um, how do I understand this? Is this is why we need teachers. This is why education is so important. It's why every day we talk about getting organized from a union, but we also say you gotta send your kids to Harvard. You gotta have good teachers. You gotta have public schools that are run um by teachers, not like politicians. Uh, I don't think in public schools they teach Hamlet anymore. I don't think they do. Probably don't. I'm sure Hamlet Hansel, William Shakespeare got Who knows? Um I was very, I'm very grateful for the, the Catholic education, the private education I had, where Mrs. Foley could teach me handle it, the way that Mrs. Foley and I wanted to do it. Um, they don't teach like that anymore. And it makes me sad. I got a five in AP literature and I got a five in AP language. I only spent two days going to class in AP language. I skipped 99% of classes and I still got a perfect or the highest score possible because I had excellent. English teachers like Mrs. O'Brien and Mrs. Foley and Mrs. Flood and Mrs. Phillips, who taught literature, grammar, and English the way it was meant to be done, and you learn things like Hamlet, and you learn how timeless it is. So go see Hamlet in uh, in Richmond today. With that, Grumpy and I wish you a lot of love and a lot of solidarity. Again, we love you so much, Richmond City workers, especially the city workers who just joined Teamsters 322, so we're going to talk about that all week, and we will see you tomorrow.